0: So in the distance I can see Ali Pali, I can see the mast and it's beautiful really and there's loads of trees. It's, it's like we're in the Amazon rainforest, but actually in North London. And we're full on the bee plot, we're full of brambles just coming into flower, which is a wonderful forage for bees. And we're we're overshadowed with quite a lot of trees. So we're in the shade, which has its pros and cons when it comes to beekeeping. Um, In the far distance, I can see London with a lot of cranes and then there's a hill right far away. I think that must be Cornwall, but I'm not sure. (laughs) Right, so I think we should introduce ourselves then, don't you Jane? Shall I go first?
1: Oh yes please.
0: Well, my name's Esther Coles and apart from being an actress and a writer, I'm a trained beekeeper and I've been keeping bees in hives on my allotment for about 12 years.
1: Gosh, is it 12 years? It is. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Well, my name is Jane Horrocks and I'm an actress too, though I'm not a writer. On this show, I'm going to be interviewing Esther about her beekeeping experiences, of which she has masses.
0: I'm gonna try and lure you in, Jane, so you become a beekeeper yourself. Ooh, I like the sound of
1: being lured.
0: Now, because of the lockdown, I'll just have you down the line to start with, but I'll
1: get you into the hive soon. Well, actually, inside the hive, with the bees.
0: Not actually in the hive, but hopefully soon I'll be able to get you to the allotment for a tea party with some honey sandwiches. What do you think about that? Oh, yes,
1: please.
0: So how did we meet each other, Jane?
1: <laughs> oh, how did we meet each other? Well, we cohabited, didn't we, for a while? We did, and uh,
0: we I suppose at that point we weren't... Rape friends, but you did leave me a shower
1: cap outside my bedroom door. (laughs) Was it a plastic one or was it a proper one with material on it? I think it was a plastic one. Oh, how generous. But I
0: noticed that you used to make yourself a Lancashire hot pot, but you never left any of that outside my room. And I used to look at it and think, oh, (laughs) I wish she'd share that hot pot with me, but she never did. No. But she shared her friendship, didn't you? And then. (laughs) When we really became friends, it was really, I suppose, when we did Hunting Venus, wasn't it? Yes, and we were lovers. And you said that I snogged
1: like a horse. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you did, and I found some photographs of us two mm. in Hunting Venus, and we looked a very happy couple.
0: No, but it was, <laughs> I suppose, our Hunting Venus, it was all new romantic times, mm. wasn't it? And
1: we loved it, in not mm. way. I was remembering when we were... Filming that, I'd uh, I really got into my role, and and yeah. um, I remember messing about with you in the background. We were back of shot in in one scene, and um, and I got so carried away. Well, we both got carried away. and We were told off by Martin Clunes who was directing it <laughs> because we were pulling
0: <laughs> I remember I was actually trying to help you do. The New Romantic Dance.
1: I did it different to what you did it, didn't I? I remember my mum and dad saying that mine looked like I was digging a road. Um, and you. I think you were quite horrified by the way I did it.
0: And I, I also like the wobbly leg dance, but I don't know whether we got to do that in the film. <laughs> Maybe we'll get to do it together when you've got your beekeeping suit. Maybe yes. we can do it and we can use oh, the smoker. Good. We can use the smoker for the steam atmos. Well, that's
1: a good idea. That's very good. So, Esther, how did you get into beekeeping?
0: I got into bees because a swarm came into my garden and it was like a big black cloud and it Mm. swarmed over the garden. I thought, bloomin' heck, what's going on? I thought, oh, this is interesting. Finding out about bees, looking online and then doing a bit of research. Then I realised that actually... I really want to be a beekeeper, Ooh. so then I went on a a little course. My friend Alacky Blythe had this uh, boyfriend at the time called Steve Bembo, who's is a big honey man, and he keeps bees in you know places like on top of the Tate Modern and places like that. And I looked in his hives, and it was quite traumatic. All the bees swarmed onto my crotch. Mm-hmm. And then I felt a little prick through my trousers <laughs> And actually I, I got I got stung oh. on my vagina through my trousers And I shouted, Steve, Steve, I've got some bees You know, and I didn't know what to say So I called it an Annie instead of a Fanny And then mm. he came over and he sort of gave me this glove to brush them off
1: A special else? Fanny
0: brush It was a Fanny brush, yeah <laughs> and when i got home i was i thought blimey i don't know whether this beekeeping's for me but then i started on a year's course run by urban bees uh, with with the co-op and i got free bees free suits and a whole year of fantastic you know learning about how to beekeep wow and that's how i became a beekeeper
1: yesterday is all but a distant dream. So, off I went
0: to the hive, me and my beekeeping suit, and thanks to the wonders of modern technology, with Jane listening in, it was time to see what my bees had been up to. I'm puffing my smoker now, and I'm going to go over to the hive. Right. And um, I'm just going to smoke the bees now. Right,
1: and that... Does that get them out of the hive? No,
0: that's going to make them think that possibly there is a forest fire somewhere in N8 and they'll go into their nest and they'll take all the nectar and the honey Mm -hmm. and uh, that will fill them up a bit like, you know, when you've had a big Sunday dinner and then you feel nice and relaxed. So do they actually stay in the hive
1: with the smoke?
0: Well, they do, do actually, yeah, because it makes them go and eat some food. Hmm. um, And like I say, so when they're full, the tummies are full, they're a bit calmer. And then if they need to fly away because of this big forest fire that they think is happening, then they've got enough stores in their stomach.
1: Yes. How different does a queen bee look from the rest of the bees?
0: So she's got a very long body. It's like a, she looks like a honeybee, but she's much bigger because she um, has to have a lot of eggs in her body so she can breed. Because yeah. when she flies off into the sky on her virgin flight, she mates with, you know, up to 20 drones. Ooh, she's so a bit she's of got a, a nice, lovely, juicy, long body full of eggs Ooh. and full of sperm. Right. Once she's mated. So. That's what, and then when then she lays the
1: the eggs, and yeah, how many times does she have to mate for her eggs to become fertile?
0: Well, she mate, mates Fertilized. with about fourteen to twenty drones, right, at a time in the sky, and um, and then she she comes home, and then she starts laying eggs, and she lays about. You know, this this time of year, she's laying about 2,000 eggs a day. Grief. So I'm going to lift one of these frames out now, Jane. Yep. And the frames are where the... it's This is the nest inside the hive, really. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. And so
0: what I'm looking for now... Mm-hmm. Is to see whether we've got really anything going on this time of year. There's usually um, probably about forty thousand bees, but this is quite a small colony, and they've not their new bees haven't hatched yet. Mm. So they're just have just been, you know, making more wax, making more combs, so the queen can lay lots more eggs. What? Oh my God! Oh, what? flipping heck! Just looked, and they've made a new queen. And Ooh. I've only just got them. They've got a queen. Believe it or not, this queen was actually from Scotland. Oh! This is not what I was expecting to see. They're really not happy with the Scottish queen.
1: Oh, I bet not. It's like the Scottish play. They don't want her. <laughs> And you, and you said you found a new queen they in there. They've
0: actually decided that they don't like this Scottish queen. Hmm. And so they're making a new one. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God, there's loads of queen cells.
1: Really? This is
0: advanced beekeeping on, the, on day one.
1: <laughs> there's, loads of, there's loads of queen cells about.
0: That's right, and the bees... Uh, made quite a few so what what might happen is they could all possibly fly off a swarm off and and oh it's a bit of a shock, girl sorry i didn't expect to see this
1: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Really,
0: just got them and they're making they're planning to leave because once once they get a new queen you see what they do is they they fly off with these queens they fly off to another hive
1: that was a bit scary. Can you not do that again, Esther, please? We thought you'd been killed by a killer bee.
0: Oh, no. It was just my exasperation with all these queen cells all over. Mm. I can't believe it. They're just, yeah, there's so many <laughs> queen cells. They've, they must have killed her. They've killed the Scottish queen. You know, it's interesting because they've definitely... She's definitely not in the hive.
1: How can you tell that the Scottish queen isn't there?
0: There's no queen, just queen cells.
1: No, if so, if there's just queen cells, how are the other bees reacting to this when they don't have a leader?
0: Well, their leader is in the queen cell. They're looking at the best one, Mm -hmm. thinking, which one shall we have? Oh and there's quite a few so that's keeping them very happy. What I expected today was to open the hive and see a queen laying eggs with lots of Capped brood, so that means that the little larvae have had a got a, a bit of a cap in and a cap on the top, a wax cap, and that's when the worker bee develops underneath the cap and then they emerge after 21 days. I expect you to see eggs, lava and capped brood, but instead I've seen lava, I've seen cap brood, I haven't seen a queen, I haven't seen eggs. And I've seen a lot of queen cells. To say I only got these bees two weeks ago, I didn't expect to be seeing queen cells so soon.
1: Right. Can you just explain the cat brood thing again?
0: Brood are the babies. Mm. So brood is the larva. And then remember that the the worker bees, they feed the, the larva with royal jelly to start with, and then they feed them honey and pollen... Mm-hmm. And about three or four days after that, they put a, a wax cap on, mm-hmm. and then they start to change into a, a worker bee. And then when they come out, right. they've
1: metamorphosised. So, so what is your mission now, Esther? What do you do about this situation?
0: Well, what I want to do is I, I really don't want loads of queens emerging because that means I'll get a swarm. So I need to knock off...
1: Some of the cells.
0: Most some of the cells, really, and just leave How one. many cells have
1: you got there? About, all in all, I've seen about ten. Wow! So you're going to knock off... And how many of the cells will you leave? I'll just leave one or two. Right, and so when, when, the, when that hatches, they will choose which one they prefer. They
0: will.
1: What will they do with the one that they don't like?
0: They'll squash her. Well, they, they'll, oh. the, the other one will kill her.
1: Oh, the other queen will kill they'll her?
0: They'll kill each other.
1: Gosh, it's like a game of chess. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
0: So have you got a nice little drink now, Jane? I just had an elderflower cordial.
1: Oh, you gave me a bottle last year. It was so lovely, that was. Oh yeah, I did, didn't I? I've got an elderflower tree in my garden. Mm -hmm. It means I have to climb up a ladder to get onto my shed which is like a sort of tar-covered shed roof. So I got up there, and it was so hot, I was I was sticking all to the tar. Mm. And oh, and, then, yeah. and then I didn't know how to get back down. I just didn't know how to get back onto the ladder. Oh. It was really frightening, because I thought I was going to have to wait for my son, Dylan, to get back home to get me down from the shed. <laughs> anyway, I managed to get back down. I came front forward. Very sensible.
0: That's the best yes. way.
1: And, and held on to the table tennis table. <laughs> so, Esther, the colony that, that we saw today on the allotment, I know that you have another one, don't you, that you caught in a swarm a few weeks ago. Is that right? Mm.
0: That's right, because um, sadly this year, after beekeeping for about 12 years, this this year I actually had my first losses really serious losses so I lost a couple of colonies the weather was bad and um I knew that we were doing our podcast and I thought neck, I need some bees so I decided to I stood there on my plot and I thought I'm going to ask my dad who died in October to get me some bees so I said dad Please, can you get me some bees? I'm doing this podcast with Jane and I need some bees. Um, <laughs> I'd already ordered the Italian ones, but they said they weren't coming for ages. Anyway, the next day I got a call to say this guy in Woodgreen had got a swarm in his neighbour's garden and it was the lockdown. So me and Tom went round there and we put our suits on and I got a mask on and we went in and we, we got the... The, the
1: swarm, and we brought it back to the... Can I just, can, how do you get the swarm?
0: So, it was on a tree, you know, like in a big clump of bees, like thousands of bees all hanging on to each other in a, in a big sort of hanging, sort of dripping, hot, warm, swarm <laughs> of bees.
1: <laughs> right. And so
0: we clipped it off, we climbed up a ladder and clipped off the branch... Mm. Put oh. the the branch onto the floor and put a box on top of them, and then they all climbed into the box because they thought, "Oh, we'll we'll be okay here for a while." And they what they do is they fan their bodies so so all the bees all the bees around that are flying around that might be left over can smell the scent of the colony, the scent, the pheromone of the queen, and then all the other bees crawl into the box, and then we just wrapped it up in a sheet and took it back to the bee plot. And then when we got Ooh. there, we transferred it into a beehive, and then that's that's where the bees are now. So they're in another box. We didn't look at them today. Their temperament is a bit more aggy than the ones that we looked got today. So maybe we'll look at them further down the line when we're a bit more confident.
1: All right. Why do you think they are aggy?
0: Well... That's just their um, characteristics. The yeah, mm. they seem a bit more... When I opened the hive, they were they were coming at me, you know, bouncing off my me, me net. Um, sometimes when their health isn't great, they can be a bit more aggy. Um, so we'll just have to see how they emerge. So I'm keeping the two colonies separate at the moment and just looking at, at them at separate
1: times. What do you think we could call these bees then, Jane? Uh, well, I think we should call them the aggies. Because the they, cause, cause they've got a monk on, as we say up north.
0: So when you say because they've got a monk on, but some people might not know what that is. What is it? Have you got a monk on?
1: <laughs> no, I've not got a monk on. My, uh, no, I, my, my brothers used to say it when we were growing up, and they said, "Oh, he had a right monk on. Yeah. Uh, and it means, you know, a mood on him. <laughs> mood on him, isn't it? Yeah.
0: My mum used to say, "Oh, she's got a monk on as well, so it must be an oh, really? thing." Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Or she's a right. bit Mardy, but that's different well, we, to Monk, isn't
1: it? We could we could call them the Monkons.
0: The Monkons.
1: We're oh, quite like that. Let's call them the Monkons. <laughs>
0: the Monkons. The Monkons from Wood Green. Yeah. They They yeah. They
1: They They've got a monk on because they'd rather be in Wood Green than where they are now.
0: You would be a very good busy bee, Jane, because
1: you're, you like cleaning, don't you? Yeah, I do. I've been cleaning this morning, actually. So, as you said, that um, you ordered the Italians online. Yeah. So what, did they just come through the post? Yeah,
0: well, you know what? You can get bees <laughs> through the post. And once I ordered a queen through the post, and she came in a little box with some worker bees, mm. and then I had to introduce her into a colony that had become queenless, but this, this lot from Italy, they came in a sort of netted box. So that it was net round all sides apart from the top. So it was like a bag of bees. And then the Queen came separately in another little box. Mm. I thought I'd ordered them from Walthamstow because that's where they were picked up from. But actually the beekeeper there said they'd come from Italy. Because they start breeding the bees and the bees start a lot earlier in the south of Italy. As you can imagine, it's nice and warm. So these bees came in this bag and they had a little pheromone, which to them they thought was like a queen bee. And it was on a fishing line and that kept them all together and made them feel secure. So I had to then put them into the hive with this little pheromone. And then a couple of days later, I released the queen into the colony. But actually, I had to take the pheromone out and then they had to get used to this new queen. So I don't know, maybe maybe there was a bit of confusion in the colony and maybe that's why the queen is no longer there.
1: She was a Scottish queen.
0: She was from Scotland and then she got sent to Italy to be mated... And then she came back with the Italian bees, the workers. Mm. I couldn't believe it when the guy told me. I thought, "Blooming heck, this is the right old carry-on. And tomorrow I've got a bee inspector coming from DEFRA who's got to inspect those bees again because he's got to check that there's no Italian hive beetle, which is a, a parasite that lives in beehives in Italy and it can eat through the whole hive so he's coming tomorrow to, collect, to check my
1: bees. How long does it take to transport bees from Italy to you? But I, but how come they don't die? I don't know how they got here. I, don't, I find that no intriguing. Idea. I find it intriguing that they you, that they survive.
0: Maybe they've got some jumpers on and, and some, some jam sandwiches. And hats got a little suitcase from Sicily, packed with their little beach hats. <laughs> They're bonnets. <laughs> their sun hats. They've got some nice little sunglasses for when it gets
1: hot. Well, they won't need them when they're in their jiffy bag. So, Esther, if I've got any questions that come up that you may not be able to answer, you, you seem like you can answer most of them all, already, but if there's some that you don't know... Will you be able to give me the answer yes, the following well, week? Yes.
0: Well, I can either make it up, which you know, I suppose <laughs> isn't really the right thing to say, or yes, I can find out for the following week.
1: Can we? Can we actually do the waggle dance as well? Oh
0: yeah, we'll definitely have a lesson on waggle dancing. You'll have to do it. Mm, sounds good. Sounds a bit dirty. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty bogger. <laughs>
1: Well, I said that um for our first go, that was extremely dramatic, especially with all these queens, you know, appearing from from right, left and centre in the hive. Um so I'm very much looking forward to next week and the the saga of the Italian bees. So I'm very intrigued to know what has developed with the uh, numerous queen cells. And and, and also News from Defra.
0: Absolutely, Jane. It's it's like a Tarantino movie, isn't it? <laughs> who who knows what's gonna happen, but we'll look forward to that, won't we? It's been ever so nice to see you. I do love you, my ducky. And
1: I love you too. <laughs> Don't get stolen. Oh, no!
0: Not on my vagina! <laughs> Bees is written and created by Esther Coles and Jane Horrocks. It is produced by Claire Broughton and Andy Goddard and partly recorded at the Hives on my allotment near Crouch End in London. Queen Bees is a hat-trick podcast.